the movie Mafia. On today's episode, we review Sonic the Hedgehog, the newest video game movie. Stranger Things 4 had its first teaser trailer, and we give our thoughts. And we share our feelings on the Robert Pattinson Batsuit. All of this coming up next. The name's Bond. James Bond. You're a wizard, Harry. I drink your milkshake. You can't handle the truth. You gotta tear me apart, Lisa. Again, we are the Movie Mafia. I'm Andrew Kent, here in studio today, of course, with my two co-hosts, Marco DeLuca and Jacob Trout. Gentlemen, pretty nice day out there today, isn't it? Yeah, not for February, but it's a nice day. Wait, not for February? What do you mean? Should be like 10 degrees right now. Well, you want it to be 10 degrees? I mean, no, but <laughs> yeah, at the same time. You know, global, like, global yeah. warming's helping us out. You know, don't don't talk <laughs> about it, just... just as long as it, if it's good weather, don't complain. All right, that's fine. <laughs> okay, no, I while, while I'm with our you uh, yeah, while our environment is slowly dying, yeah. but don't worry about it's it. It's kind of what I'm referring to, but <laughs> it's all right. I won't be here on this planet past the time that all the crap goes down. So, you Hopefully. know, when things start getting really bad, so I'm just going to live my life, be happy, hopefully help the environment and clean it up a little bit, but. You know, it's going to take more than just one person on this planet to do that. For sure. We're not going to get too much into climate change, though, on this podcast today. Instead, let's talk about everything movies. And first, I want to get right into Sonic the Hedgehog. Last weekend, it opened for the biggest video game movie opening of all time. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog now holds that record. And to be honest, I'm very happy. I saw the film. Neither of you guys saw the movie, which I don't really blame you because neither one of you thought it was going to be very good. But I went ahead, saw the movie, and guess what? I walked out pretty happy. I did, Good for you. I, thank you. <laughs> I did not think it was going to be a bad time. In fact, when everyone was constantly saying, oh, this movie looks terrible. Oh, my God. Look at that design. Well, wait a minute. They just did a redesign. I don't care. This movie looks terrible. Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik. You got to be kidding me. Terrible casting. This movie looks like the worst movie ever made. God, stop making video game movies. Well, you know what? They were all wrong. All the haters yeah, Jake. were wrong. Yeah, yeah, Jacob. What, what do you got to say now? What? Uh... <laughs> You know, all I gotta say is I don't even know who you said whoever Jim Carrey is supposed to be playing. I've never <laughs> heard of him. Like I don't I have no interest it's in the, Sonic. It's Eggman. Who? The big guy with the mustache? Yeah. The, the guy in the red? That with the, guy. the goggles? I've never seen oh my God. Play okay, any, now, anything Sonic related. I gotta show yeah. you a picture I'm not of him interested. Now. Here. I definitely wasn't like, interested at least in, just in, because I never Pikachu, played any games. Like I know Pokemon and I like Pokemon. Hey, look. But, like Sonic I, right, I don't know right. You don't know that guy? No. This guy actually maybe I you know who he looks like? Oh, he looks like he looks like the guy in Despicable Me. Oh, you think so? Right? Doesn't he look like, like the no. long legs and grow? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because like I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, no, you you're you're onto something here. 
Yeah, the long legs. Similar the, feature, the, not the fat, they the don't. Fat belly. Yeah, I yeah mean, that's kind of what well, I'm thinking. Let's pull up a picture of Guru real quick and do a little comparison here. Guru, oh, no, boy, that's that's, that's the armed force Guru. Well, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm at the change. The that. Russian Federation. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've never even heard of that. Okay. Here we go. So, see, look at that. Look at the picture on the right there. Yeah, the, the second one. The second one. His legs are real skinny. Like, that's kind of yeah, big well, stomach, real well, skinny. Yeah. The facial hair, bald. not so much. He's, he's missing balding. out on the facial hair. Yeah. I think okay. he is bald. He is bald, right? Yeah. I don't think he's balding. He he's already he's already just sides. fully bald. Okay. And well, he's doing a Lex <laughs> Luthor over there. Uh, well, he does kind of, yeah, I guess so. But, all right. I'm surprised you guys never, well, have you heard of Eggman before? Yeah. No. Yeah. So you knew who that was, yeah. but you never heard of Eggman? Doesn't look like no. Jim Carrey, the, the though. Name, no. <laughs> no, it doesn't look like Jim Carrey, <laughs> but it doesn't really matter because Jim Carrey in this role, I will say, was great. Typical Jim Carrey, as you would expect, but who cares? Jim Carrey, he nailed this role. He was one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. I absolutely loved him in the film. I also loved James Marsden. It's been a long time since we've seen him in any movies, and uh, to say the least, I really enjoyed him. He played... Regular James Morrison, but that's all I could ask for. And if he was anything different than what he usually is, then I probably wouldn't have been as happy as I was with this movie. So I thought the casting was really good. Uh, the acting for all everyone, Ben Schwartz, uh, as the voice of Sonic was pretty up. good. Um, yeah, I mean, everyone who was involved in the cast, I thought, did a really good job. This is also a pretty funny movie. There's a lot of good jokes. They use, obviously, a lot of jokes about speed and being fast. One of them actually does copy off of Quicksilver that we saw in X-Men Days of Future Past. So that was a little bit of an eye roller. But still, I thought the humor in this movie really worked for the most part. Uh, a lot of that came from Jim Carrey as he was very goofy. But still, uh, it didn't really matter if he was goofy over the top because it still worked for the movie it was. And this is also a video game movie. It's not supposed to be grounded. It's supposed to be a little bit more ridiculous and not as realistic as you would expect from a different movie that's more of a drama or serious, uh, seriously taken. But no, I, I think they nailed down the, the themes of this movie as well as the vibe. They got that right. I thought this was a fun family adventure with the plot. Um, not the most original, but it still ended up being a film that felt like it was dealt with with care and love and people who Love the character of Sonic. It felt like they were making this movie for the fans and as well as for family, for families across the United States. I feel like this is one of those films that both your parents could see as well as the kids. So that's why I, th I think this movie ended up being pretty good. It, it did a lot of things right. It, it, it just It's one of those films that everyone can see and just go ahead and enjoy. I don't get why people are going to this movie and being like, oh, my God, like, I'm going to nitpick every single thing. This is just so stupid. It's a kid's movie. It's not funny. I hate it. I just don't get it. You're just supposed to go to see this movie and enjoy it. These people didn't make this movie for the sake of making money. They made it because they love the character Sonic and they wanted to uh, honor the character and make a good movie for him, and that's exactly what they did. In terms of problems, I feel like the only things I really point out is how Sonic does get kind of annoying in this movie. <laughs> Uh, I mean, he just he just keeps saying, just keeps talking and saying jokes. It's like, all right, you could just tone down on his character. Well, a little he can't bit. tone down because he's fast. Oh my god! Shut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it being was honest with you. Now you're right. You're yeah. You're right. I mean, I, I get that. I totally understand where you're at, where you're coming from there. And you know what? As much as I am not a Sonic fan, I really respect it. And you know, I am actually really glad that it did good. 
Um, I'm a massive video game fan, and I'm all for video game adaptations or, you know, movies that reference video games or in, in a video game style. You know, movies like... Um, what was that one that Spielberg Ready Player One? Yeah, you know that's not that's not a video game adaptation, but it's very much about video games. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I love that movie. I thought it was really really good. Uh, so I'm all for you know video game movies. Um, you know, getting a lot of props and a lot of praise. And you know, I, I'm I'm really glad that uh, this Sonic movie broke the record for uh, video game adaptations with a. $57 million opening weekend. Mm. Impressive. I didn't pick it. I, I got to admit, I didn't pick it. Yes. We'll get to all that later. But we will. I'm, yeah. I am happy. Yeah. I am happy, uh, and I'm glad for it. And just a couple other minor things to point out. Obviously, the script, since it's a kid's movie, some of the uh, jokes here don't really land. It's, I guess it's a kid's movie, so you got to throw in those kitty humor jokes. But... Uh, yeah, I mean, I I, did, I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was a pretty good time, and I really do hope that more video game movies are made that are actually good. We've had plenty of terrible ones. I don't know if you guys ever saw the movie Assassin's Creed, but, but no, no. I heard it was not very good at all. I never played any of the games, so I don't think I would have even. Yeah. I, I played some of the games, but, like, they get old kind of quick. Mm-hmm. Sorry, all the same sorry thing. for uh, Assassin's Creed fans yeah. out there, but they're all real similar. You know, a question I want to ask you guys, though. Is there any video game franchise or just a video game in general that you would like to see get adapted next to the big screen? I I really, mm-hmm. really, really, really feel that Halo is a great opportunity. I think there's a lot of really good storylines, and I think the character is so well fleshed out. The problem is they've done it so poorly with so many different TV shows, and I think they've done like maybe a movie or whatever. But um, there's countless books, uh, lore, storylines out there that they could use. Uh, you know, regarding the Halo and the Master, Ch- like Master Chief, and that the entire Halo universe, and I just think there's so much, uh, you know, room for storytelling there. But um, you know, so far they haven't got it right. I know a little while ago, a couple years ago, I think they tried to do a Gears of War movie. Uh, then the game started tanking, so like, they kind of backed off that. I don't, I don't think that it would be a really good adaptation. But no. you know, there's definitely stuff out there. I mean, I never really played any video games besides like sports growing up so i don't really know really wh- what you didn't play y- too much growing up just like 2k nhl mm, madden just the sports guy huh? yeah okay missing yeah. out i know yeah. there's so I many know, good games out there there's so many good ones red, red dead maybe yeah, as red, an adaptation yeah red dead, i was thinking that or grand theft auto oh, oh. I played actually, that. I don't GTA. know why they haven't. Actually, actually, you're right. Yeah, that actually, I, would be really I actually good. Didn't even think about that. I have and no idea they why they, they haven't they done used, it yet. You know the you know the characters in GTA are actually you know like the the voice actors actually look just like them. Like they're actually yeah because yeah, they're not yeah. they're not just like voicing some random because a lot of voice actors you know for a for a video game or whatever will be a completely different person mm-hmm. from who they voice. But in GTA, they're literally the same person. Yeah. Like, they use the model uh-huh. from them to create the character. Yeah. So you could literally use those characters um, in a movie. Like, those actual real people who voice them, and they would sound the same and look the same. A l- little bit outdated now, but I think it would be pretty close. I don't cool. think it's outdated. I think people... No, no, I just still... mean, like, they might look a little bit. Oh, uh, I was going to say, like, people still play that game like crazy, and it came out, know. what, like, pff, six years ago? Uh, uh, yes, yeah, six and a half years ago. It came out in 2013. No? 2013 it, was, it was September yeah. 20th, I believe, 2013. Yeah, that's ridiculous that yeah. that game is still September thriving. September 17th. September 17th. Really okay. close. Yeah. Yeah, no, I would not mind if they ever did that. I remember back on April Fool's Day, it was three years ago now, so 
from this April 1st, three years ago, it would have been the same date um, that I'm talking about. I remember I went on IGN and they pulled a prank. It was like, oh, Grand Theft Auto TV show coming the AMC pretty soon. I'm like, oh, my God, awesome. And I went to one of my friends. like, oh, did you see that they're having a Grand Theft Auto TV show on AMC? And he's like, "Uh, I think that was just an April Fool's prank. I'm like, oh, (laughs) God. (laughs) Damn, man. Yeah. That ticked me off so much. That's a shame. You know what? I wouldn't mind if they were to make any competent video game Film, like any competent video game that could be made into a movie and not come off as really bad, then I would be down for it. Uh, there, there is something else we can we're going to talk about in a little bit, and that's Uncharted. They're they're having a movie come out very soon for that video game franchise, so can't wait yeah. for that. And speaking of PS4 exclusive, the uh, the Last of Us, yeah, that would be that'd be another another some a couple other ones. I just looked up a few real quick. Um, I think something like Mass Effect. Uh, Mass Effect always, you know, really, really popular for a great story-driven game. I think that would be a great adaptation. Um, I was, I would have said The Witcher, but it looks like we already have that. We do. Um, Thankfully. Yeah, I, I, there's just so many great options. Um, you know, I hope that Sonic can just, you know, this movie's popularity can just uh, open the door for some of these other games. Yeah, any video game that's not more cartoonish, like a lot of the Nintendo uh, video games from, like, Mario... Or Kirby, those are, I, I would say, a little bit more difficult to adapt to the big screen unless you just do full-on CGI. But there, there are so many different video games out there that you could definitely make for uh, film. And I know another one is uh, Metal Gear Solid. They're coming out with that pretty soon. Um, and then, like I said, Uncharted. I mean, there's, there's so many different ones you could do. I, I really do hope, though, they eventually make a Red Dead movie or a Grand Theft Auto movie. I think that could definitely break box office records beyond what we could ever have anticipated. Hey, but you going to mention something Jacob real quick? No, I was just going to I was going to agree with you, you know, no doubt. I oh, yeah. I'd okay. love to see a GTA cool. movie. Yeah, no, for sure. All right, but why don't we move on to our next big topic of the day, and that is Stranger Things season 4. It came out with its first ever teaser trailer, a very short one, but we did get one very important shot in this trailer. Marco, what was so important about this trailer? Hopper. Yes. He's back. He is back. Even though we all call that he'd be back. Uh-huh. Yeah. So Hopper apparently is in Russia, and he's building a railroad, I guess, uh, as a worker. Everyone thought he died at the end of season three, but now he's back, and it's awesome. I love David Harbour as the character Hopper. I think he is the best character in all of Stranger Things. It was a weird trailer, though, Marco. And, and, and Jacob, you can also give some of your thoughts if you would like to. I know you're not as big of Stranger Things fans as we are. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Marco, this trailer was pretty brief. We only got to see... There was, was nothing. About, it was about a minute long. <laughs> and then, like, there. so you, you see Hopper, and it cuts to black. And you're like, okay, they're going to show the Netflix logo or Stranger Things 4 or something like that. They don't even do that. It just, it's just completely just black, dark. Yeah. yeah. So I'm wondering why they didn't give us a little bit more. And I, maybe they haven't filmed everything yet. Maybe they just wanted to keep it really brief to give suspense. Yeah. 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 You know why they did that? Why? Just make us come back. Yeah. It's true. I, you know what? It's, it's cool, though. It's really cool. I'm, I'm glad they decided to at least give us something. I did not expect us to get any kind of Stranger Things 4 trailer anytime soon. And for us to get it at the end of last week, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, so 
pretty much like like Andrew said, it was just a uh, hopper just on a railroad, just working on it. No, nothing else. Just that's it. So I wanted to ask you, what do you think any of that means? Because I remember at the end of season three, I don't remember how they got to it, but I remember them um, going into a, a prison cell almost in Russia with one of the aliens. Do you remember that? At the very end of season yes, three, yes, the yes. last episode. Uh-huh. I wonder if, I don't, I mean, I actually have no idea. Oh, so I know that I feel like he's going to be having to like al- almost fight for his life here in Russia. Right. Where there was like back home too. Right. Well, yeah, because at the end of season three, there's that little post credit scene. Yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And so he, I think he knocks on the door, the Russian soldier, and he's, uh, he, he says something in Russian or whatever. Well, they were looking for the American, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he says and then American. that was the. So it must be. I guess Hopper, it is. Yeah, because he's in Russia now. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's come much, making sense uh-huh, now. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. But uh, I so I guess he somehow ended up in Russia after that thing blew up. That was a, it was the portal that blew up that allowed the uh, the villain. The I forget his name, but um, the you know the villain that was yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the creature that was taking over everybody. The mind slayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mind slayer. It destroyed the mind slayer and um or the mind flayer. That's it. Oh, well, I was thing. agreeing oh. with you, and I thought that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, I haven't no, seen it in my, a little bit. The mind so. flyer, yeah. So it, the the mind flyer was destroyed because the portal got closed, and then so I wonder if it transported him to the other side of the portal, which was it, Russia. It, was it coming from Russia? You know what? I think you're right. Oh man, because I, I pretty because they were doing yeah stuff they were yeah in Russia, in Russia as well yeah because yeah. uh-huh. you you saw the monster. Come out and I'm a it, genius. It, they gave, they fed the guy to the monster. <laughs> yeah, 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 they did. Yeah. So uh, I would not be shocked if that's actually what happened. I think you think you're on something here, Marco. So uh, on a scale of one to ten, how excited are you for Stranger Things four? Uh, you know, I want to say ten because I'm really looking forward to it. But I just I kind of hope it's not just about Hopper. Like I hope that they I forget what. Where they are in the United States? They were in uh, what was it? Uh, that's uh, Indiana, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking like the town or whatever it was, but yeah. Um, I hope like they go to Indiana. Yeah, look it up. See, you know what I mean? Like go, to, like go and see what the kids are doing, and not just about Hopper. Even though, like you said, Hopper is probably the most. Like everyone loves them, right? And so yeah, and it's Hawkins, Indiana. Hi, I, I have no idea how I forgot. It's been Hawkins. since July. Yeah, since it's been a little bit. It's been a little things. bit. But yeah, um, I I'm with you. I, I think that I, the only thing about this show is that the first three seasons relied so heavily on making the upside down world all every all the creatures that came from there the villains. Yeah, and. And also the government or whoever the heck that yeah. was that uh, that one company that was in charge of mm-hmm. breaking, breaking that portal, I think I don't know. I just I don't know what exactly they're gonna do next because are you gonna do the same thing that you did the last three seasons where you're gonna have the upside down also? <laughs> I mean, did it not work? Again? I don't I don't know. Uh, it, it worked. Great. I think it worked pretty it, good. It worked great, but that was my only problem with season yeah. three is that it felt pretty repetitive. Like yeah, in, yeah, in comparison yeah. to season two. And season one, I think, is the best one just because I enjoyed the story the most with trying to find um, Will the entire time. Yeah, I thought yeah. the search for him was very riveting. But I'm very, very excited to see where they go next. Uh, Jacob, do you have any quick thoughts on Stranger Things? Do you think you'll finally 
finish the series? You know what? Uh, when I first started watching Stranger Things, I think I've said this before, um, it was because my parents wanted, you know, it was when I was in high school, they wanted to uh, do something with me, you know, Stranger Things is popular. So it was kind of like I was forced into it. It was like, I want to do my own things. My parents were like, hey, come down here and watch this with us. Um, so right off the bat, that's just kind of, that's kind of a bad vibe. You know, you don't want to, being forced to do something makes whatever, even if, even if it's something as good as Stranger Things, as popular as it makes it, you know, undesirable. Um, so for that reason, I, I can't get into it. I, at least, at least thus far, I haven't been able to, um, I haven't really tried to watch it again since then. All I remember is that I was so bored while watching it and I couldn't relate to any of the characters since they were all kids. And then the characters that weren't like little kids were like adults. And I just, there was no like teenagers or like, you know, young adults or whatever that kind of, you know, fit to, you know, who I can identify with. Um, and that was, that was kind of the biggest problem for me. But, uh, yeah, you know, I, I saw the, I saw a little bit of the teaser, um, probably just spoiling, you know, stuff for me that I shouldn't know. Uh, and you know, as off as far as stranger things, I know it's good and I can totally respect the, how popular and how good it is. And I, and I, I just personally not a fan so far it's, it's bookmarked. It's on my Netflix list. I, I will watch it at some point. But right now, yeah, you said about Peaky Blinders. Too. I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah, I, I would. I at least joking. I know. At least I know Stranger Things though. Like I would actually, Stranger Things is higher on my queue than Peaky Blinders. Oh, I'm right. sorry. Yeah, whatever. It's it's you're missing out. Anything. So are you, Andrew? <laughs> I'm gonna watch Peaky Blinders. Don't worry. No, Just, you're not. I gotta finish The Witcher first. Well, my roommates like, oh, I don't know if you'd like Peaky Blinders because they talk uh, very odd, like no, very you odd can't, style of British. You can't not. Well, I think it's or English, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very like older but like, English. You can't watch it without subtitles. Really? Like that's it's like yeah, mm, yeah. What episode are you on on The Witcher? I finished episode four last week. So how many episodes are there? Like eight. eight. Yeah, eight. bro, you should have waited for me. Bro. I want to watch The Witcher with you. <laughs> hey man, just catch up to me and then we can watch it. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Maybe no. I will. No. We sh- maybe we should watch Peaky Blinders together. That would get me to yeah. watch it. I just don't feel like reading subtitles. It's a little jarring having to. No, it's not. It's not bad. I promise. Is it not that bad? Because I feel like it's jarring if you can understand what, like, if you can hear the English language and then you can also look at the subtitles <laughs> below because you're like trying to balance. Like, what do I look at? What do I look at? This person. This I, person. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm used to reading subtitles. Yeah. But like, also, um, <sighs> I you know like looking at what I what I do dislike about subtitles is that you're reading it and you're you're losing like facial expressions and like people like you know like the camera's on them for a second or two and it's you know someone giving a look at someone else and you can tell by that look whether he likes the person or he or she likes dislikes you know feels uncomfortable around this person you know whatever like you get their their mood and their vibe and you might miss some of that by having to read the subtitles that's just why yeah, you gotta read sucks. them fast yeah i mean i just uh, Narcos Mexico just came out season two. I don't know if you guys watched that or even ever never heard of it. Never watched Mar- Narcos. Ever never. It. I've heard of it. Narcos wait, is it the same? <clears throat> no, no. So Narcos is about pretty much like Pablo Escobar. Like the like that series. That sh- like those seasons are amazing. But then it was like they did a Narcos Mexico, and like same thing with Narcos, but like it's like subtitles because I don't speak Spanish, so. But it is it is difficult to like get the facial expressions like you said. But I mean, if the show is good, the show is good. Yeah, exactly. No, and I, I just watched Parasite last night. And I always told <laughs> no, people. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. no, no. Like I don't mind it. I I don't mind having to read subtitles. In fact, I 
like reading subtitles when it comes to a foreign language. Yeah, film, oh, absolutely. But just when it's when there's yeah. uh, people speaking the, the English language and then you have the subtitles underneath it, sometimes it's just a little bit distracting because <laughs> you don't know because like you 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 understand what they're saying most of the time. And there's just a couple of those lines where you can't understand it, but then you keep looking down to the subtitles like, oh, this is just getting annoying. This is this is what you're going to do. You're going to watch, like, a clip from Peaky Blinders, and you could tell me if you could read it. Listen, like, understand what they're saying. All right. Let's do that afterwards. Okay. All right. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Well, now let's move on to our next big topic of the day, and that is Robert Pattinson's bat suit. Matt Reeves <laughs> put out a video, a little bit of... Test footage, if you want to call it that, of Pattinson's bat suit, and now fans are hype. Everyone is going crazy. I can't wait to see how this thing looks. And anything that is not dark red, which was weird. I, I wish they would have given us more light. But yeah, yeah like it, the lighting was terrible. It was, uh, but and it was way too suspenseful. I feel like a little bit. Yeah. So we got a little bit. Not too much. There, we just saw the suit. We saw Pattinson's face, if that even is Pattinson. It could be somebody else for all we know. It looks like just, Pattinson. Just as a an actor who's just replacing him because Pattinson was probably doing something else. Who knows? It probably is Pattinson, but I'm just saying. Um, and that's really all we got. We just got to see the, the mask and the... I think we're a ways the, off. The plate. Does it have an official release date? Uh, yeah, yeah. June 2021. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so it's a year. Yeah, it's kind of a ways off. I wouldn't months. expect to get like an actual. No. Can you really tell that that's. Yeah, you could. Yeah. I, I mean, guess. listen, call um, call me, call me very knowledgeable on the subject. Right. Don't you guys remember? I've seen all five Twilight movies, guys. You have. I don't. That's not something I'd like to admit, by the way. I'm only saying it to prove my point. I am pretty sure that it's Robert Pattinson. All right. Although it's dark Good. and he's wearing a mask. At like, least it least, looks like him. Yeah, I don't know. I if really didn't. Him, I didn't I'd like this teaser at all. I I I researched pictures after I saw this video because I couldn't. You can't really see anything besides There's like the Batman frames. logo. There's, yeah, yeah, that's the only, that's all I want yeah, you to see. Yeah, once you see like the mask. But then I did dark, research, but, and you know. it's supposed to the suit is supposed to have weapons all like crazy amount more than it as the suit has ever had. So I mean, I wish like they would just show a little bit more. Well, I but, think we're so far off. Yeah, There's no, just, yeah, that's you know, true. But it was still stone. too dark. I heard somebody say that the front plate where the Batman logo is—that was the gun that killed yeah. his parents. Oh, I saw that too. I uh, someone said it looks like a it does piece look of like a gun. A gun. And that, that might be the gun that from Joe Chill, because Joe Chill is a person who kills parents. Uh, and that might be like you know. Smelted down, or like it's metal that smells it down. Then now he wears it on his chest. Oh, that's actually that pretty would be cool. really cool. But what I what what I would be confused about is one, where did he get that gun? So unless Joe Chill shot his parents, then dropped the gun, but then his fingerprints would be on it. So I mean, he, if he was wearing a glove, why would he just drop the gun? Because you could like research like who you know you could trace that back to who bought that gun and you know who was that purchased by? Then that alias, you know, like so 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 then that means Batman must have found the killer and found the gun. I but guess. then, well, if, he, if he did yeah. that, then we already know. Like, I, I thought this movie would have been like finding out who killed his parents. Like, I thought like a real origin. So that brings on a lot of questions that I guess you'll we, we'll have to wait to get answered to uh -huh. until in about a year and a half now. But wait, was Joe Chill the same guy that killed his parents in the first movie? Then he in Batman Begins, and then he ended up dying in court, like or after he left the court. Remember? Uh, I I don't know if they used the actual 
name Joe Chill, but that is absolutely the comic book name, and you know, it, it, it should have been the him at least. If, if they didn't use his name, then they didn't use it. But right. it is you know, the guy who kills Batman parents is Joe Chill. All right, well, guys, any thoughts on this bat suit from what you can see of it? Do you like it? Do you think it looks like garbage? What do you think so far? I mean, it definitely looks good from what is shown, and if it's not the guns that killed his parents, it's definitely guns. I mean, they really it looks like it looks like two guns. I mean, and, to and me, he never he doesn't shoot, he doesn't use guns. You know, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. So like, I mean, so ha- I mean, I, if it's not yeah. that, I don't know what it yeah, would be. Yeah, I don't know. Wears guns on his chest, and now Batman's all of a sudden a killer. Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> That's uh, given me. PTSD to Ben Affleck. Ugh. That's what I was going to say. So why would he have guns if he's not a killer? I don't get that. Maybe he won't. Maybe they aren't real guns. Maybe it's like uh, stun guns maybe? Or... or maybe it's a symbol to like I don't use guns. But then why would you? That would be stupid. Yeah, I don't know. That would be stupid. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm spitballing here. Uh, Jacob, you, you a big fan of this suit? You know, I I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a big fan. I just got to see more. It's tough. Agreed. But, um, you know, I'm glad it's not terrible. That's the biggest part. You know, if your Batman suit looks terrible, it makes it really hard to like the character. It's not that hard. You just make it look a couple cool colors, like generally just black, you know, a little bit of red, whatever. But generally just a black outfit. And you just have to have, like, a dude who, you know, like a, a guy who's ripped. He's buff. And he just looks good in the suit. That's all. You know, it's not that complicated. It, it, all the Batman suits I've seen, you know, and that came out, you know, definitely the Dark Knight. Even the, even though I don't like Ben Affleck's Batman, his suit looks good. I like his suit. It's not that hard to get a suit right, especially with all this modern tech, all our modern technology in this day and age. So, you know, suit looks good. Um, I have to see more of it to, you know, distinguish whether or not it's, you know, one of the best Batman suits of all time or just like a decent suit. But, uh, yeah. you know, so far, so good. Okay, cool. Yeah, I like the suit too. Uh, we'll love to see a lot more, and maybe next time they can give us a little bit more lighting yeah, than just right. the red background and all these shadows. Come on, something a little bit more, please. Yeah. All right, guys, let's move on to our next topic of the day, and that is the No Time to Die song by Billie Eilish. The song was released last week, and this is the theme song for James Bond's 25th movie, which is No Time to Die, coming out this April all of us got the chance to listen to the song. I listened to it a couple times, actually. Yeah. What did you guys think? Well, I wanted to ask you, what did you think of the music video? Oh. <laughs> it wasn't a music video. I thought it was. <laughs> why no, the I'm heck, just joking. Why would somebody release a fake account and then put up a Billie Eilish to music video? To get views. I, actually, the music video, I think, for all these James Bond songs happened to be um, like the same exact... Uh, intro for the credits when they have them in the James Bond movies. That's the, that's basically the music video that they use. I, I, maybe I'm wrong, but I know that they had those like um, they use that as a music video a lot of times. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, right? yeah, like yeah. When they show the opening credits and mm-hmm. they give all the names and everyone who's involved with the film. But yeah, um, thoughts on the song, guys? Did you like it? Did it put you to sleep? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I yeah. I respect Billie Eilish. I mean, she's what? She's only 18, right? And I mean, wow, as she accomplished so much. Um, I am not the biggest fan of her music, but you know, that's just me. I have the utmost respect for her. So my personal opinion wasn't a big fan, although what I will say, it completely I think it completely fits the vibe 
of the James Bond movies, going back to, you know, Skyfall and, you know, kind of that, that kind of music. I think it fits the vibe that James Bond's going for. It's not my choice. I wouldn't choose that. Um, I think I think a really good music, a real good soundtrack would be something similar to, if you guys remember the, the soundtrack for Wonder Woman 1984, the trailer. Yes. I thought that soundtrack was popping. I, I thought that was, even the first Wonder Woman movie, that soundtrack was really, it was really hype. Um, but, you know, and I, I think it's kind of a different vibe, but I understand it. But, um, you know, yeah, I didn't think it was, wasn't my t- cup of tea. Um, yeah, I agree with Jake. Um, I don't, I don't really think it fits with the James Bond. I feel like, like he said, a little more upbeat music, but I mean, you've seen every single movie. So True. what do you, what do you, do you think that this music fits like what it is yes. the movie? Yeah. yeah, that yeah, yeah. More well, than you so, like. Yeah. Sam Smith did the last one for Spectre, and it's very similar, as well as Adele, her song, Skyfall. feels very similar. The first two, though, that were released for the Daniel Craig movies, um, the one from Chris Cornell was more rock vibe compared to a, a more, I guess, dreary take. It, it feels like a very sad song, No Time to Die, yeah. um, with a piano and everything. And it's, it's a little bit more, I guess... It's not really rock. It's more just soft-sounding. Uh, well, I don't even know how to describe that kind of music. I was actually... I was waiting for it to speed up, honestly. Yeah. Like, halfway through the song, just like... I thought it would, too. To, to where, like, the movie would get more suspenseful, but it didn't, so... Right. Yeah, and I would, I would play the Chris Cornell song, but I just forgot. You guys don't have your headphones, so you won't be able to hear it through the roadcaster. That's really disappointing. Well, that's not our fault. I have my headphones. <laughs> they just is. I mean, I have them. They just never work. Well, you know yeah. what? Well, it's our you know fault. We can do better ones. You know what we can do? I'm gonna play the song and I can let you guys yeah, listen perfect. to it. So perfect. I'll I'll boost up so I'll put it on first, then we'll just pass around my headphones for everyone to listen to. All right. All right, go ahead. And we'll everyone just listen to like 10, 10 or so seconds of the song. So I'll hear I'll play it right here. This is well, there's a stupid ad, of course. This stupid product placement garbage. All right, let's do it. What does it? Oh, I was going to read what the ad was. I can hear it, honestly. You can hear yeah. it? Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, so. If you take life, do you know what you give? I'll tell you Wasn't wasn't this movie regarded as the worst of the? <laughs> no, Casino Royale. No, was, Quantum of Solace was regarded as the worst oh. for, you know, Craig. Yeah. Kind of like this song. It's like, yeah. See how it's like, it's like slow, and then it starts speeding up. I wish yeah. that Billie Eilish song did that. And then you got this part right here. Oh, yeah, it's so good. Yeah. I, I literally. Love that song. And then the other one for Quantum of Solace was actually kind of weird. I, I listened to it the other night. I was like, wait, this is such a weird theme song. I'll put that one up as well. But uh, yeah, what, you guys like that one though by Chris Cornell? Yeah. What'd you think, Jacob? Yeah, um, I, I liked it. You know, it's all right. Yeah. All right. And <laughs> <laughs> of course. All right, yeah, right. Here's the Quantum of Solace one. So I'll play that.
This was by, I think, Alicia Keys and Jack White. I kind of like that one more. Yeah. I don't know, but I don't the, know, the, the, no, I mean, I like this one more. Yeah, like, I don't know. I, I like the, the Casino Royale one. That one. This one, I don't know. The, the vocals sound so weird in this one. Like, I think they're trying to sing together, and it just doesn't always work. But that's just yeah. That's the music is I like. Yeah, I, I like could, the music. Yeah, I don't really like them singing together. Yeah, like. I don't think the vocals are very good in this one, but yeah. Ah, so that was just the uh, uh, that was our thoughts on Billie Eilish "No Time to Die" song for. Next James Bond film. We also just touched on the previous Daniel Craig James Bond songs. And personally, my favorite is from Casino Royale, Chris Cornell, You Know My Name. But these guys seem like the one from Quantum of Solace the best. So there you have it. All right, guys, we got one more segment to go into before our last segment. And that is Tom Holland. He said that un- the Uncharted script is one of the best scripts he's ever read, which I. Don't know if that's actually true. I, I feel like he's just trying to promote the movie a little well, bit. Well, he does more. only work on Disney movies. Yeah, he does. So that's true. That's I'm not true. surprised. All right. So here's what he said. So I think what Uncharted offers uh, that most video game films don't is that it's an origin story to the games. So if you played the games, you haven't seen what's going to happen in the film. And if you haven't played the games, you're going to enjoy the film because it's information that everyone else is getting at the same time. But I'm super excited to make that movie, and it's been a long time coming. I read the newest draft of the script on the way over here, and it's one of the best scripts I've ever read. It really, really jumps off the page. So do you guys buy what Tom Holland is saying? Do you think that he's just doing this and, and, and saying that the script's really great because he's trying to get the f- people hyped up for the movie? Or do you think there could be some truth of this and the Uncharted film could be actually good? So, I never played Uncharted, and I guarantee if I go in and see that movie, I will be so lost. Cause I, I think so. I, oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know any of the stories, and I feel like with something like that, you you need to know the story for it. Well, the thing is, though, so Uncharted follows Nathan Drake as he hunts for, I guess he's, he goes on chart. I never played the games either, but I always wanted to. I love those kinds of games, and uh, unfortunately, okay, I've always. Could had you a, explain the game more? Uh, I guess it's kind of <laughs> like if you, it's kind of like if National Treasure was an action franchise. So put that into a game perspective. It's it's like Indiana, or I guess Indiana Jones. Okay. It's like it's like basically Indiana Jones, except he goes searching for treasure and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> I guess it's along those lines. I never had a PS4. So there really though. is no like story. I guess like, there is probably like, story. There is probably story, I'm, but I'm sure a treasure story hunter driven, who yeah. travels across the world to uncover various historical mysteries. Yeah, yeah, and I guess. All right. Yeah, it's a story-driven game. Yeah. Um, kind you know, of sounds I, like Indiana Jones. I, I, I haven't played yeah. it either, but that's exactly. because it's a PS4 exclusive, and I'm an Xbox guy. Me too. But, um, yeah. Damn, but I've always wanted to play it. I've always really wanted to play it. My brother has a PS4, but you know, I'm not trying to spend that much money on Uncharted. But like, you know, I, I've been thinking about it for a little while now. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think. I think it could be really good. Um, I think there has to be a little bit of both for, in terms of Tom Holland. You know, definitely he's trying to promote the movie he's in. Um, but at the same time, you know, if it, if it was a terrible script, I doubt he'd say anything. I doubt if someone asked him, what do you think of the script? He'd be like, oh, yeah, it's good, really good. But I don't know if he'd go out of his way if it was just like, eh. You know, I think he, yeah. I think the script is pretty good. Probably not the best he's ever read. But, yeah. no, good script. 
um, probably surprised him, you know, for a video game adaptation. Yeah, I feel like that's what he was pretty much getting at, like like you said. Probably the best script for a video game adaptation that yeah, he's read. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, um, my thing is, though, Tom Holland, I feel like it's kind of a weird casting choice to play the character of Drake. And I know none of us, none of us have ever played the video games, but I have watched a ton of footage online of Uncharted. I know the character Nathan Drake. I, I've I've gotten to know this character just by watching YouTube videos on the character. And he, he, Tom Holland to me always just seemed like more of a comedic actor, like a little kid. Yeah, yeah, like a little yeah. little child. I was just gonna say that. So I, I think it's kind of weird if they were to do um, an adaptation of this video game for a movie. If they were to make it um, like present day Uncharted with the adult version of Drake, then I think, I hate to say this and repeat it, but I think Henry Cavill would have been a great casting choice as well. I know he's doing The Witcher, but I think for Nathan Drake, he would have been perfect. No doubt. I actually really agree with you, although you do have to take some of the good with the bad. So, you know, as a video game fan myself, uh, I do want to see good video game adaptations and I want to see more video game uh, to movie adaptations. Uh, but those those companies, they also need butts in the seats. And what gets butts in the seats are actors that they know, especially an actor like Tom Holland, who ever, you know, is so famous. Um, so they probably got him on a nice deal to do this movie. He's, you know, a really famous actor, and you're going to get a lot of people that maybe wouldn't go see this movie otherwise if it was some like, listen, Henry Cavill is a famous guy, but it's different, you know? It's different. You know, Superman... Man of Steel is, you know, not that popular. Like, it was an okay movie. Um, you know, they haven't been able to do anything else. I mean, it was in BVS, and th- that movie I thought was kind of garbage. I mean, it made a bunch of money. Hey, Don't he, get me wrong. Hey, he's The Witcher, but, and he uh, was in Mission Impossible. Everyone's hey, starting he to was get, in The Witcher. Everyone's sure. starting to get the... And The Witcher was he the was most the, popular show. He was the weird show. mustache guy in yeah. Mission Impossible. Yeah. It was great. He, I, the Witcher was the most popular... Uh, it might still be the most popular show in all of television right now, still. I just feel like that... I feel like a, a show like The Witcher and, you know, Mission Impossible, I, I just feel like that leans more towards uh, maybe a, an older audience, whereas Tom Holland captures uh, you know, kind of the best of both worlds with that, you know, Disney, Spider-Man, you know, young audience. So I really think he kind of brings, because, you know, when when as an adult, if you see, hey, this is a video game adaptation, um, especially if you don't know what it is, you might be, you might kind of shy away from it. And um, so I think, you know, having someone like Tom Holland in it, you know, gets a, gets a younger audience to be, you know, more interested in a game, in a, in a video game movie like this. All right, Marco, are you at all looking forward to this Uncharted movie? Um, I don't know, honestly. I mean, there's no, there's no like, release date at all, right? Not Nothing right. Just, uh, yeah. So it was supposed to come out in December, and they pushed it back. It's not, they're not actually certain, because I think the original writers left or something like that. I don't know. But, yeah, they pushed it back. Or the director, Apparently I think, left. The, the official, director left. The official release date is March 5th of next year. Okay. Yeah, so okay. they had a problem with the director. The, rec- the original director of the film left the project, so they got somebody else. But uh, just to go through a few names that they were hoping would play uh, Nathan Drake. Um, this is via Screen Rant. These are 12 actors that could play Nathan Drake in Uncharted. I'll just go over a couple of them. Uh, or, actually, I'll do all 12. Why not? Chris Pratt was the first name. Zachary Levi, who we know as Shazam. Charlie Cox. Uh, then you got Scott Eastwood, the son of Clint Eastwood. Bradley Cooper. Oscar Isaac. That would have been kind of weird. I don't yeah, know. that I would know. be weird. I don't know if that works. Chris Pine. That could have worked, but he's also more funny than he is yeah. serious. I don't really buy him as much in a serious role. 
Toby Cabell. Uh, do I know him from anything? I don't know. And in, in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, uh, is that what it? I don't know. That's what it just said. Uh, Jensen Ackles. Who is that? From Supernatural. I never never saw that, so I, I have no idea. Dan Stevens. I do know Dan Stevens. He's pretty good. I think he would be a good casting. Brett Dalton. What the heck is Brett Dalton? Oh, he's from Agents of the Shield. I don't like that show, so I never watched it. And then number one is Robbie Amell. Who does anybody know who Robbie no. Amell is? I don't even know who that is. He looks super familiar. Oh, oh, I know exactly who that he's is. He's from The Flash. Well, I mean, he's in the universe. Uh. He he's he's one of the characters in the Arrow. Uh, Robbie, is that Stephen Amell's like brother? Because Stephen Amell is the Green Arrow. Yeah, I think I think you're right. So I believe that is right. Here, let me look at him again. Yeah, it's it's Stephen uh, Amell's brother. Oh, here. Yeah, he, oh, wait. Scroll up. You know what? That is okay. So for anyone who watches The Flash, you're right. Actually, I was wrong. I I'm pretty sure he is. Uh, what's her name? He's the girl's husband. Um, he like supposed to have died or whatever in the when the particle accelerator uh, accelerator exploded that gave yeah, the flashes. His, his name is Ronnie Raymond. Yeah, otherwise Ronnie. known as Firestorm and Deathstorm. I don't know. Oh, did they change that around? Yeah, I don't. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in the CW's TV universe, but um, he was God. I, I can't remember her name, but he was married to one of the. He was like I think engaged or married or whatever ah, okay. to one of the characters on the Flash. Okay. In, in the show, and then he died in like the first episode of the of the Flash TV show. And that kind of <laughs> like that kind of he sets was a big up character, character then. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, got, you know, I, I, I think I he comes back into some other yeah. stuff. It's kind of confusing, right. honestly. But yeah. Okay. All right. Well, there you guys have it. Uh, so Tom Holland saying that the Uncharted script is one of the best scripts that he's ever read. So we'll see if that actually comes true. All right, guys. Let's finish up the show right here with our last segment, and that is predicting the Rotten Tomato scores for the upcoming films coming out this weekend, as well as our box office predictions for this weekend. So last week. Downhill for that film, the Rotten Tomatoes score, I was the closest. It's a 39%. Yeah, I won that. As for Fantasy Island, I also won that. I predicted 49. It's way down. It's down to 8% right now. Uh, Marco went with a good yeah. 78. Jacob said 72. Way off on their predictions. As for Sonic the Hedgehog, Marco, you did win that. It's at a 50, 65% right now. You predicted 62. That's right. Um, I'm happy it's actually higher than all of us predicted. And then the photograph, that one, went to Jacob, who said 65. It's a 74. So congratulations, Jacob, on that. And then for the box office last week, I said Sonic, and I won. I blew you guys out in that one. It absolutely dominated the box yeah, office. It we, yeah, it did, Thank but you. we came second. Wow, congrats. Wow. How much did it make? It made like 17 million last week. Yeah, I think break. it made like 12 or something. 17. <laughs> Didn't make 17? Yeah. Yeah. But it was second. All right. (laughs) Sorry, bud. All right. So why don't we do our predictions for the Rotten Tomato scores for the films coming out this weekend? We got Call of the Wild, Brahms the Boy 2, which looks like total. (laughs) And then Emma, which is the next adaptation of a very famous book. All right, guys. So what do you think Call of the Wild would get? All right. Put me in for, we'll do 65. All right. I got it. I got it. Okay, I got it. All right, and then Marco, you say I'm gonna 50. do, f- I'm gonna do fifty one. Fifty one. Yeah. Okay. Because you know what, like, I don't know. I feel like there's been so many movies about dogs that I don't know. We Whatever. just had Togo on Disney yeah. Plus. With and I with feel Willem like Dafoe. it'll definitely have a lot of success because who doesn't like seeing like a dog helping an old man out and all of that, but. 
I just don't think it's gonna. The critics will like it, to be honest. Mm, okay. Yeah, I I think that's what I'm pretty looking at. I don't, I don't think any of these movies really get me interested. No, this is a very weak <laughs> box office um, weekend coming up here. But you know, I think it has a dog in it. It has Harrison Ford. I think yeah. it pencil in for like something around a sixty percent just because of that. Mm, okay. All right, and I will say. Uh, I'm going to go 60 as well. I think, I don't know, because I think Togo did really well with people on Disney Plus. That movie is like 90-something percent right now with Rotten Tomatoes, so I think it's going to get, um, I think this one being the second dog movie of this year already, I think it'll be a, a worse uh, movie of the two, so I'm going to say 60. All right, what about for Brahms the Boy 2? Holy crap, does this movie look like? Garbage. I'm gonna lowball it. I'm gonna go fifteen. Fifteen. <gasps> oh wow. All right. Let me see. What the heck did the first one get? Not good. <laughs> not not good. good. The boy movie. I, just wanna, I swear to God, if I type in the boy movie and the stupid second one comes up, okay, good. It's thirty percent for the first one. All right. So <laughs> I'm going thirty-six. Thirty-six. Okay. I'm gonna say twenty-two. Twenty-two. I'm saying, all right, all I, right. I think it's going to be terrible. Because the first one was so bad. Yeah. If the second one is anything better, that would be a complete shock. I highly doubt it. All right. And then as for Emma, right now, with 51 people uh, putting up their scores, uh, they gave a rotten or fresh for 88. the film Emma. Right now it's at an 88%. Do you guys see wow. that going up any anymore? Or do you see it going down no a little way. bit? No way. But that's kind of high. I was originally kind of shooting for like a 60 again. Um, but with that 88%, I'm sort of now, now it makes me want to lean closer to 70. So you're going to say 70? I'm, I'm, I'm going to go 70. Uh, I'm going to go 72. I'm gonna go 72. 72? You know, I honestly, I would recommend you guys a little higher because if it's already at 88 with yeah, 51 so votes, I don't know. I've I seen some go down. I've, I've seen some go down for like birds of prey was at like a 90. It was. Um, and then with, with a bunch, and then it went down to like a 70 something or 80. Yeah. It's at like 77 right now. I yeah. Think. Yeah. So I, you I'm know, going the over, I'm going 75. I'm going to go 83. 83. I, and by the way, if you don't know already, Emma, it is about uh, 1800s England as a well-meaning but selfish young woman meddles in the love lives of her friends. And this is based on the Jane Austen novel. Do you guys know what else Jane Austen wrote? What? Pride and Prejudice. So there you go. I'm looking forward to Anya Taylor-Joy. I agree. Because you know what she's in? Uh, the Peaky Blinders. Oh, she's also in Split. Yeah, I knew that. I and she's coming in the Preston and Steve next week. Wow. Awesome. Hey. I don't know if I'm going to be there. That would meet her. Well, okay. hey, before we wrap, wrap up the show real quick, I wanted to bring back an old segment for us really quickly because I've been watching some some new stuff. So what we've watched, let's just do a quick abbreviated version. Have you guys been? If you haven't watched anything new, that's fine. I'm kind of putting you both on the spot. I have, and I just kind of want to flex that. Have you guys been watching anything new past couple weeks? Yes. Yeah. Well, well not TV shows. Give, give us something quick here. Let's see. So I watched Parasite last night for the first time. Right. Really good movie. I also rewatched The Goonies over the weekend. It's <laughs> uh, a good movie. It is a really good movie. Classic. Let me think. Yeah. Anything else that I watched? Um, I don't know. I don't think I've seen anything else since then. I don't. I don't think so. I've watched those two movies, and I might have, might have seen a couple other things, but yeah, that's about it for me. Yeah, I saw Birds of Prey and finished 10 episodes of Better Call Saul in the new season in like a day, which is pretty bad. Wow. And then started in Narcos Mexico. 
Right? Yeah. Um, I I watch an episode of The Good Place after hearing a lot of uh, uh, you know positive reviews. Uh, I watched the first episode. It was good. Um, and I haven't watched another episode. Not because I don't want to watch The Good Place, because there's another show that I've known about for a while, kind of put off, but now I'm starting to watch and I'm all in. I've been watching Smallville and I love it with, um, oh, what's his name? Isn't like Tom, Tom, I want to say like Tom L. No, the guy no, from that's, Cheaper by a Dozen? What, what, no, that, Tom Welling? Tom Welling, yeah. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Oh, he's awesome. I love him. I, I thought Smallville was always, like, I thought it would be really gimmicky. It's, I think it premiered in, like, 2001, and it ran 10 seasons to, like, 2011. So, something along those lines. I know it ran 10 seasons. I think that's the time frame. And I always thought, oh, geez, 2000, 2001, this, this is going to be really, like, poorly. Like, I mean, the Superman, like, he, it's it's about Superman. So it's going to be, you know, the, the action, all the cool stuff Superman can do is going to be really crappy and the special effects are going to be terrible and it's going to be really gimmicky and, you know, kind of dumb. Um, but I watched some stuff online. I watched a couple clips. I thought it looked good. Started watching the show and I love it. It's uh, really, really just um, super cute. Uh, I just find the show to be charismatic. Like, I just, yeah. I'm, I love the, the environment, the atmosphere of it. You know, it's funny how Tom Welling played Clark Kent for all those years, and the guy that was in Superman Returns, he came to the DC uh, CW universe, and he came back. Right, to play Adam, well. and then they just had Tom Welling back. I think he played, I think Tom Welling, or no, some, Tom, Tom Welling, I think he came in back Bat, into the CW. He was in Bat, for some Batwoman episode. Yeah, I think he, I, I don't know who he played. He might have played... Like an alternate universe Superman. It says he was on the in but the Crisis on Infinite Earths yeah. part two episode. Yeah, because I know about Crisis on Infinite Earths. It's like, oh, they have a bunch of different Earths, and mm. there's a, a different characters from all different timelines. Okay. So I think they might have done something with him. Did you say something, Marco? No? Okay. All right, uh, guys, we, we forgot one thing. Yeah. Box office predictions this weekend. <clears throat> Who do you think wins the box oh, office? Right. Sonic. Sonic? You think so? Um, I don't think man, any. Man, that's tough. I don't know. I'm I mean, gonna go with, I, I'm going to go with Call of the Wild. All the wild. All right, we, we gotta write this down here. Uh, I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. What are you going with? Um, I love it how now Marco is like, oh yeah, I'm picking sock because I, I got it wrong last week. Cause I'm, I'm just gonna yeah, that's <laughs> probably gonna be wrong. Um, I'm gonna go. Uh, don't know because all these movies. I think so Emma the boy? has a chance. The boy too. I think so. Brahms the boy. No. Go with it. Go with Brahms the boy too. I'm no. Sorry. I'm going. <laughs> I'm also going with Sonic. I'm th- I'm going two weeks in a row. Sonic baby. Let's do it. Sonic all the way. Here, what, here, look up for me real quick. What was the box office um, for the opening weekend of Birds of Prey? Do you know what it was offhand, or do you want to look it up? E- Wait, let me see. What, what, so was, what was the gross for the first weekend? It would weekend? be, um, I can't, I don't know if I can get it right now. I yeah, well, go. Well, I thought it was uh, more than Sonic was. And then the bir- the drop-off from Birds of Prey to, to um, from, from the week before till now, I, I just know. feel like it's massive. So yeah. if, if and I thought it already did more than Sonic in its first opening weekend. So by that kind of logic, that means oh, Sonic would drop so quite a bit. Birds of Prey, it grows thirty three million. And oh, it's a thirty three. Ooh. So it'd be it'd be Bird, Bad it Boys did, for Life by yeah, twenty one. So yeah. I was I was wrong. Sonic did like fifty seven. Yep. Yeah, maybe Amen. Sonic might win this, but I'm sticking with Call of the Wild. Okay, I like it. Good choice. Good choice. And with that, we're going to end the show right here. Thank you so much for listening to The Movie Mafia. I'm Andrew Kent here in studio with Jacob Trail and Marco DeLuca. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll see you all again next week. Have a great weekend. See Call of the Wild and Sonic.